Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. The Warriors got their championship rings last night, Tony. You have any rings? Tony Corner, as you know, just ringworm, but don't worry. I got medication for it. I may not be able to play baseball after I take it, but I got medication for it. It's okay. You're going to get suspended for like 90 games? Is that going to happen? Yeah, maybe 80 to 100. Somewhere in there. Okay. You know, but it's it's, Mr. Playoffs. It's going to get rid of the ringworm. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Ben Simmons and Zion Williamson return to the court. Dan Snyder reacts to Jim Irsay, and Booger McFarlane joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the Yankees, earning the right to play the Astros in the ALCS by defeating Cleveland yesterday behind the early home runs of Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge and four solid pitching efforts. The ALCS begins tonight in Houston, which was spotless, three in a row over Seattle, Wilbon, do you consider the Astros a big favorite, a little favorite, or no favorite at all? Well, certainly, Tony. I don't need to distinguish between what level, but they're the favorite. I mean, in part because five out of seven times this year when they played each other, the Astros won, right? And the Yankees won a couple of walk-offs, but the, but the Astros dominated this season. And then, Tony, since 2015, they've eliminated the Yankees three times from the postseason. So what else they got to do? And it's not like the Astros are not as good now as they were in those previous seasons. Oh, no, 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 no. They're at least as good. They may be better. They've got that anchor, I believe, the the ace who anchors that rotation in Verlander that you absolutely need. And, you know, and I I tell you what I really sort of like is that the Yankees have sort of said publicly, yeah, you know, we got to beat them. They seem to have our number. They don't own them like Aaron Rodgers does the Bears. But, Tony, they're the favorite. Yeah, they're they're a big, solid favorite to me for the reasons you said. And also because they won 109 games this year. Was it 109? What did I write down? 106. Yankees won 99. But they caught and passed the Yankees when people were saying the Yankees were invincible and comparing them to the 27 Yankees. And Houston caught them and they passed them. I may quibble with a couple of things here. I don't know. I mean, they've lost George Springer and they've lost Carlos Correa. I don't know that they are necessarily better than they used to be. Maybe as good, but I don't know about better. I love Verlander, but if you're asking me about the playoffs, and we want Verlander to take us to Kinlock, but Verlander got lit up in game one against Seattle. Whereas Garrett Cole, who used to pitch for the Astros, and they know how good he is, had two strong outings against Cleveland. But uh, yes, uh, we're on the, on the same page on this. Houston is a solid favorite. Houston, and the Yankees hate them. They hate them. You know them. what? So. And just saying that sounds so weird that anybody should be a big favorite over the Yankees, and particularly Houston. Well, they've, this is their sixth straight league, ALCS. Literally 30 years ago. You know? You know. It's a sixth straight ALCS. Come on. They're, they're blue That's right. That's right. That's right. They, they are. are. Let's move to night two of the NBA. That would be tonight. The Nets and Pelicans open their seasons in Brooklyn, three miles away from where I'm sitting right now tonight, Tony. 
Both teams have big names taking the court after a year away. So are you more interested in the return of Ben Simmons or the return of Zion? This may surprise you. It's Ben Simmons for me because I know what I'm getting with Zion Williamson. Really? He's a whirling dervish on the court. He jumps to the moon. He totally dominates around the rim. He's got the energy of three people, and then he gets hurt, and he's out for the rest of the year. And the only variable is when does he get hurt, and he's out for the rest of the year. Ben Simmons is a mystery to me. He's a ghost to me. I I don't know what he's like anymore. Is he going to shoot? Is he going to shoot from anywhere outside of five feet? Is he going to pass all the time, give up his offensive game and pass all the time? Is he going to guard the best player on the other team because he's capable of doing that? And most important to me, Mike, is he going to be happy? Is he going to be happy playing basketball? He is playing with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, not exactly the joy boys of the NBA. They hate every team they play for. They hate every teammate they have. But they like playing basketball. Does Ben Simmons like playing basketball? I want to see that, and I want to know what he's got. That's nice. That's all rational and reasonable. Give you a golf clap for that. Zion is the answer. What are you saying? The guy, the kid averaged 27 points a game, Tony. He shot way more than 60%. Tony, that team, by the way, if Zion is healthy, and yes, he's broken down so far in his young career. Every year. But, Tony, if he is out there for, let's say, 70 games, they're going to be a problem now, right now. Because Brandon Ingram is a problem right now and probably the most underrated player in the NBA, not just this year, but the last three or four years. But with Zion out there, Tony, New Orleans is a big-time problem. The smallest market, I guess, other than Oklahoma City. They might, you know what? They're probably smaller than Oklahoma City in the NBA. How can you not say Zion? Keywords, if he's out there. If he's out there. We move along. Yesterday, we talked about Jim Irsay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, stepping forward and saying the NFL needs to consider forcing Dan Snyder out. Today, we will talk about Snyder's response. It came in the form of a statement by the Washington football team addressing Irsay's comments and in the form of a letter from Snyder to the other NFL owners. The long and short of it is, he has no intention of selling. Wilbon, what does Snyder's reaction to Ursay's comments say to you? Nothing that the previous Snyder responses haven't said. I mean, Tony, this goes back, as you and I discuss every day, for us, this is local, all right? This is now big national news. This is local. And and, and having covered the franchise, having been around, yes, having spent both of us at one point, spent some time with Dan Snyder. That doesn't surprise us one iota that he would come back at Ursay or come back at anybody else, Tony. And basically what that statement said was consider the source. Consider the source. You said this yesterday and you spelled it out. Snyder did this with a little less, you know, verbiage, but that's what he said. Consider the source, Jim Ursay, and what he's been involved in as if the commanders and their owner and their culture have any credibility whatsoever. So you know this is going to go back and forth. And, Tony, if anybody else yep. decides to link up and tag team partner with Ursay or anybody on the other side, this is what Snyder's going to do. Doesn't surprise us. So it surprised me a little bit that he was not as pointed towards Ursay personally as I thought he would be. But he said, you know, he said that it's unfair. 
He said it's premature to do this. And he said when the facts are out, everything will see. You'll see that Snyder is blameless and all this. Dan Snyder, over the last two to three years, has basically said this. I wrote it down so I could read it. We made mistakes. We've corrected them. We're doing better. We have held ourselves accountable. Look at who we've hired. We're the paragon of inclusion. That's pretty much what he said, and that's what he's going by. There was something interesting to me in the letter, not the letter to the other owners, but in the statement. Because in the statement, it said that eventually Jim Irsay will see and, quote, will conclude there is no reason for the Snyders to consider selling the franchise, and they won't. And yes, that is defiant, but it was very interesting to me. He said, the Snyders, not just Dan, Dan and Tanya. That's aimed at the other owners, Mike, to say, are you sure you want to throw a woman owner out? And in terms of we're never going to sell, remember that for years and years and years, he said they were never going to change that nickname, the Redskins, even though people said to him, this is a slur, this is awful, you got to get rid of it. In 2013, he said to USA Today, never, and you can put it all, all in caps. Mike, what's their nickname now? Yeah, it's not I what forget. it was, is it? But they've gone through a couple. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so things change. Let's take a break. Coming up, should Tom Brady's teammates have any issues with him right now? We're going to ask Booger McFarland. We'll also ask him whether rookies ought to be wearing cheese heads after beating the Packers. Tony, I once See, bought I a still, cheese head for I don't some think they're going to get DC. rid of him yet. You don't? No. I, don't I know you said that yesterday. I know you do. You, I, you say it's Sarver. I'm not convinced yeah. yet. I'm not. I see some. I... Pardon the interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of twisted tea hard iced tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Back to Pardon the Interruption, brought to you by Twisted Tea, part of Happy Hour. Time to dig into the NFL with our great friend from NFL Primetime, Monday Night Countdown, the man with the bottomless drawer of golf shirts. Today he's got Pinehurst on, Mr. Booger McFarlane. Booger, let's start with this. Tampa Bay, they're 3-3 three and three now after they lost at the Steelers. Tom Brady screamed at his offensive line. I mean, he does that a lot. But he's the one who missed the Saturday walkthrough, I believe because he went to Robert Kraft's wedding the night before. 
How would you be looking at Brady right now if you were a teammate? Tony, really no different than I looked at him the day before. I, I, I think a lot of people uh, are going to blame the loss to Pittsburgh maybe on what Tom Brady did. And, and the Buccaneers lost to Pittsburgh because they couldn't get off the field on defense on third down. Their offensive game plan was absolutely terrible. They didn't get the football to Mike Evans, and they weren't really, really unprepared. Now, if I were giving Tom Brady some advice, here's what I'd say. Like, there's nothing wrong with taking the private jet up to New York and going to the wedding. Nothing wrong with that. Back in the day when I played, we used to take the private jet. We didn't go to weddings. This was in my single days. We would go to Magic City and hang out. So there's nothing (laughs) wrong with taking the private jet if you can do it. Here's the issue, though, Tony. The issue is this. If you can take the private jet up, why not bring the private jet back, get you a few hours sleep, come in Saturday morning, and go to the meeting with your teammates, and then you could avoid all this criticism. That's the one bit of advice I will give to Tom Brady because he deserves the criticism. You open yourself up for all of that when you stay and meet your team. If we can criticize other people, I'm not going to name, for not flying home with your team, then we got to criticize Tom Brady for not flying to the city with his team. All this could have been avoided for another fifteen or 20000 on the private jet. Booger, I, I, I got to follow up here on this. Do you see potentially a problem coming, even for the guy who has clearly been as dedicated, as committed to the game and his team and his teammates as anybody ever? Does something like this lead to potentially a problem? You know, Mike, I don't know if it leads to a problem, but it it definitely tells everyone that maybe for the first time ever, in the midst of football season, where Tom Brady is usually focused on strictly football between July and February, that there's something else that's taking precedent. Anytime you miss 11 days during training camp, anytime on a Friday night you decide to go to a wedding and stay and not fly back with your team, then you're telling us as teammates, and I'm pretty sure some of those teammates privately are talking about it, but you're also telling the public, hey, for the first time, there's something more important in my life right now than football that I have to miss time and miss things with my team to take care of. So he's going to open himself up to a lot of criticism. And he said, he told us, hey, I got a lot of stuff going on. And I think for Tom Brady, he's got to figure out a way to manage that because the people here in Tampa where I live, they don't really care about what's going on in his personal life. They don't really care about any of that. They care about, can you help this team win? You've won one Super Bowl and we appreciate that uh, for you. But at the end of the day, it's about what you can do now. And he's got to show up and perform at a higher level. Well, while they sort those things out in Tampa, the Bills seem to have things pretty much sorted out. Uh, they certainly beat the Chiefs. And I, the, one of the guys who stood out clearly is Von Miller. What is making him as effective yeah. as ever, Booker? Well, it's the same thing that's made Von effective forever. Like, his ability to bend Mike is unreal. Like, like as we get older, you're not supposed to be as limber. Like, I know I'm not. And I'm pretty sure you and Tony can't touch your toes. <laughs> but for whatever reason, Von Miller has the ability to bend and, and turn the corner and still dip and rip and get around the corner. And this offseason, Buffalo, Brandon being the GM, who is a tremendous uh, GM, uh, you look at Sean McDermott, the head coach, they identified the one thing they needed to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They needed a closer. They needed Mariano Rivera. They needed Dennis Eckersley. They needed at least, like, they needed somebody that in the bottom of the ninth, when they had a lead, they could close the game out. And they identified Von Miller. And wouldn't you know, in the first time they played the Chiefs, here we are in the fourth quarter, late, 
Here comes Von Miller getting a sack. So his ability to do what he's always done, which is bend and turn the corner and be flexible and be the closer for the Bills, round one, he did that. Now, if and when they meet again, can he do that? Because to me, that'll be the key if they beat the Chiefs again. Tony can touch his toes. I got no shot, I got no shot, but I I think Tony's flexible. Look at this. He's mixing sports metaphors. He goes to closers. <laughs> he goes to the Eck. It's just tremendous. Yeah. So we get you out of here on this. I love this question. Sauce Gardner, I know you're familiar with the sauce man of the Jets, is a rookie cornerback. After the Jets pounded Green Bay in Lambeau, the sauce man put on a cheese head and paraded around the stadium as a veteran player. Let's say you're on this team. You're a veteran player. Would you have approved of this? I don't know if I would have approved of it, Tony, but here's the thing I'll say. I'll tell you the saying that my mother always told me. Hey, son, don't let your mouth write a check that you're behind can't catch. Mm-hmm. And if I'm sauce, I'm saying, okay, if you're going to put the cheese head on and you're going to parade around the field, then guess what? Everybody that we play from here on out is going to know what type of personality you have. And we all know cornerbacks talk a lot. So if you're going to write that check, you better be able to cash. Now, if you can cash it, hey, more power to you. But Sauce is a really, really good player, and something tells me he'll be able to back it up a lot more times than he won't. A lot of people are looking at him that didn't even know who he was a week ago. Thanks, as always, Booger. Thanks, Thank Booger. you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Anytime, man. Y'all take it easy. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Lakers lose their opener to the Warriors. Are they doing the right thing with Russell Westbrook? And did the Celtics put concerns about their offseason to rest already after one game? No. I knew you would follow up on Tom Brady because you can't stand Tom Brady. But in this particular case, Booker's right and you're right. He opens himself up. You like to say that. He opens himself up. No. No. Tom Brady's the GOAT. But that doesn't mean it's going to be hands off. I'm sorry. No, you like. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Pardon the Interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Happy time, people. Happy 40th birthday, Louis Oosthuizen. Oosthuizen won the British Open at St. Andrews in 2010, his only major. But he's finished second five times in majors. 
Most recently at the 2021 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. 2021 PGA at Kiowa. Wilbon has played them both. Ustazen yes. was one of the first big-name golfers to join the Saudi Tour. As a result, he was barred from the most recent President's Cup, which he called, quote, a punch in the gut. The battleground between the PGA and Saudi Tours is clearly the majors. On this subject, the chief executive of the Saudi Tour, Majed El Saror, recently told The New Yorker, quote, for now the majors are siding with the PGA Tour, and I don't know why. If the majors decide not to have our players play, I will celebrate. I will create my own majors for my players, unquote. Well, Tony, the PGA Tour just has elevated these other events. Four more tournaments. That means there are 13 tournaments plus the four majors that are now going to have purses of at least $20 million. This is exactly what Phil Mickelson said would and should happen. Leverage more money, 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 money. out of the PGA. Money, That's money, exactly money. what he said. Money, 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 money. Yeah. Happy anniversary, Jose Altuve. On this day three years ago, Altuve walked the Yankees out of the ALCS with a two-run homer off Aroldis Chapman in the bottom of the ninth in game six. You will notice Altuve trying to keep his jersey on as his teammates mauled him in joy at the plate. It was widely speculated that Altuve wanted to keep his shirt on for fear it would be revealed he was wearing a buzzer through which signals could be relayed. All this came out later that year as the depth of the Astros' cheating scandal was uncovered. The Astros' second baseman may long for the old days of buzzers and trash cans these days because he was just 0 for 16 in the recent ALDS against Seattle. Still, he's alive and well to play in the ALCS, where he could still be That's a right. star like he's been a postseason star before. So I, I think right. Altuve will still take his position over the position of others. Happy trails to coming off the bench for Russell Westbrook. Wilbon, your idea has already gone down the drain. It's too bad. Westbrook started for the Lakers last night. This happened after he said he, quote, absolutely believes that Lakers coach Darvin Ham's decision to bring him off the bench in the Lakers' final exhibition game could have caused his hamstring strain. Westbrook said it's, quote, just something I wasn't accustomed to, unquote. Westbrook played 31 minutes last night in the 123-109 loss to Golden State, scored 19 points, 7-12 shooting, 11 rebounds. Westbrook had a better plus-minus than LeBron James and Anthony Davis. One reason the Lakers lost is they shot 10 of 40 from three. And as LeBron said afterwards, quote, the truth of the matter is, it's not like we have a lot of lasers on our team. <laughs> well, Tony, I thought Westbrook looked pretty good, actually. But without a reset for the Lakers, what are they in the, in the West? Seventh at best, looking at just rosters. And, Tony, I can't believe I'm going to say this because you usually say this in October and November and sometimes December. It's one night in, and I've got Laker fatigue already. <laughs> already. Yeah. Enough. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you it doesn't surprise me. You were you were there last year at the end, and it's only been a few months, and you I can't know. stand them anymore. Let's go to the big finish. Let's 76ers lost to the Celtics. Did Boston allay your concerns? Nobody allays anything one night in. Chargers kicker Dustin Hopkins will miss two to four weeks with a hammy. Is that a big deal? Look. He went out there and he kicked every field goal on Monday night. And after each one, he fell to the ground in pain. Yeah. But he kicked them. He kicked them. He did. Ravens officially added 35-year-old receiver Deshaun Jackson. Is that significant? Really? Is Deshaun Jackson going to help them hold on the fourth quarter leads they keep blowing? I don't think so. San Jose Sharks have started the season 0-5. Cause for concern. Well, they may be tanking. I have two names they could be tanking for. 
Victor Wembanyama, of course, but an actual hockey player named Connor Bedard. They might be tanking for him. Last one, your boy Zach Levine, out for your Bulls against the Heat tonight. How you feeling, big boy? $215 million in load management after the preseason? I mean, Zach Levine played through all kinds of injuries last year, all kinds of injuries, so I'm not about to get on him for not playing, but man, I need to be feeling Wimbayamish. If he's not going to play, he's our best player. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Steve Delmore, much congratulations. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcast. Watch Countdown tonight, Tone. Watch some NBA. You hear what I'm saying? And now. I hear what you say. Here's Sports. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.